This week on Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock catches up with Chaz Mostert and we hear from Mercedes drivers, Jamie Winkup and David Reynolds. I hope you'll stay with us. Welcome back to Inside Motorsport. We're here with Chaz Mostert who arrived back only days ago from fresh from Daytona and his debut in the States. It is your debut, is it not, as a driver? Uh, it was second because I... Uh... Debuted at the Team Le Mans at the end of last year. That's right, indeed. But anyway, it was a, a big drive. You were in the uh, Rail Letterman Lanigan race team with BMW Motorsport nearby. Yeah, it was fantastic. Anytime I get to, to race with that team, I mean, I got my first taste there last year at the Team Le Mans, and to get the call back to come to the 24 hour Daytona race, I mean, it was fantastic. So I, I never thought I'd ever experience that race, and uh, for me, it was. First time I've ever done 24 hours too, so it was a big eye-opening experience. And uh, I would, I mean, I definitely got some unfinished business there. I would, I'd love to go back over there and do that race because it was uh, really enjoyable and, and something completely different than I've ever experienced before. Now there are a whole bunch of elements that made it uh, a unique experience for you. One of which was the fact that uh, you had uh, Doc Jeff Slater in your corner as engineer on the uh, number 24 M8. Yeah, I mean, it was fantastic to, to be teamed up with Jeff uh, Slater because I mean, he's been a legend in supercars for some time now. And he, uh, you know, he's obviously gone over there to have a new challenge. And it's uh, pretty unique for an Australian driver to, uh, I, guess, I guess, have the opportunity in a completely different world to actually work with, the, I mean, a well-known Australian engineer as well. So for me, it was fantastic. And, um, you know, we, our car didn't quite get the results we were after, but I mean, as a team, the, the, the sister car did win the race, and that was just fantastic to be part of that whole show. So for me, I'd love to have the opportunity to do it again. One of the other unique aspects of that weekend for you was driving with probably one of the most legendary drivers now in Alex Zanardi. Unique because, you know, he's won lots of races, racing Formula One and IndyCars championships. But nowadays, of course, he has uh, a handicap which he well and truly overcomes, doesn't he? Tell us about driving with him. Yeah, look, I, I definitely don't think he really sums up a handicap. You know, the, the ability that he's going to drive to is second to none. And then he was super, super quick over there. So for me, he definitely doesn't see it that way. He goes out there and he's there to race and win like anybody, anybody else. And for me, it was so fantastic to be teamed up with an absolute legend in in motorsport in general, and the and the experiences that he's seen is um, I really drew a lot of parallels to, to try and learn off him. And I mean, it was for me, it was it's, it's definitely a part of my career that I will remember forever. So uh, yeah, I would love the opportunity to race again with Alex. He's an absolute legend of a guy, and um, you know, we I think together we definitely got some unfinished business there at the Daytona 24 Hour. So. Um, you, you didn't get the result you wanted, but you obviously learned a lot about the track and the car. Um, you're in a similar car this weekend, uh, but it's an M6, which is uh, slightly smaller, is it? Yeah, the, the, so the difference between the M8 and the M6 is a slight few differences. I mean, the M8 doesn't have ABS, uh, but it's got a lot of other uh, functions and, and uh, technology to it compared to the M6, so... Uh, the M8 is a little bit quicker car, but the, I mean, M6 around Bathurst is something pretty special as well. So excited to be teamed up with Snitzer Motorsport this weekend. So I mean, these guys are one of um, a standout BMW team, and 
to me. It's uh, amazing to get this call up. So looking forward to having a lot of fun around here. Every time you get to drive a GD3 car around Bathurst is uh, an absolute privilege. So I'm looking forward to it. Now, you, you've had some fantastic results. You had pole last year, um, then ran into some car problems. Um, you're obviously fairly uh, optimistic about this year. Yeah, I mean, last year to get that one signed and pole award was, I mean, incredible. I mean, uh, it, the motion couldn't really kind of sum that up. I mean, Alan was an absolute legend of the GT3 category and, and the motorsport world, and he was super quick. And just uh, the ability to hold that award and... and have the fastest lap going into the race was, was really cool. And the car was really nice last year. I had a lot of fun uh, driving it, and, and the speed came probably pretty easy with the car. But, uh, you know, this year, I mean, we're all hopeful that the car is still fast and we can be out the point yet. But we'll just have to see how it is. The competition this year steps up more and more every year. And, I mean, the driver level here is so high, it's, it's going to be a tough race. Yeah, 28 Class A cars. It's a very big field and, and a great variety. A lot of new cars, a lot of updated cars. Um, it, it's quite something else. And, of course, you're backing up for your second year with Schnitzer. Now, one of the biggest shocks for you, and it was certainly for me, to learn of Charlie Lamb's death. Quite young, only a 63-year-old. He went far too early. Um, but he was one of your biggest fans, Jazz. I remember speaking to him last year before you took pole position. And he was an enormous fan of your skill. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got that opportunity to race while he wasn't there. And he'd obviously died before uh, you got that chance, but quite extraordinary. Yeah, so first year was the first time I got to drive for Snitzer Motorsport. And, I mean, Charlie came out to about this 12-hour. And, and just to sum up Charlie in a few words, I mean, he was probably one of the biggest and nicest gentlemen. I mean, I've got to say biggest, just the way the way he could walk into the garage and everyone had so much respect for him. He, he was just the, the biggest gentleman in motorsport that I've ever come across. And the way he carried himself and the way he carried his team is is unbelievable. It just takes the professionalism to a whole new level. And uh, hearing about last week about his shock passing from us, I mean, knowing that I was coming to race here this weekend for his team, it, I was actually really looking forward to seeing Charlie hopefully come out to this race again because I had a lot of fun with him last year. I mean... Yeah, to be honest, through the BMW world, and, and not only that, through, through the whole racing categories around the world, I know it's a big shock. And uh, for us here racing this weekend, we were definitely racing for Charlie, and we want to keep adding to his legacy because uh, he was an absolute champion of a bloke. And, uh, yeah, it's really, really sad. I was very fortunate. I got to spend some time with him, some hours, in fact, uh, over a few days, uh, talking with him in 08 on my way to Bahrain um, in Macau. And one of the things that happened was Augustus Farfus, who's your teammate this weekend, last weekend he was just driving in the sister car, but um, Augustus uh, had a very large crash in, in practice in Macau this year. And I saw firsthand as to why Charlie and Schnitzer were such a legendary team. I saw the way in which he just called them all together in the garage and they set to to repair the car. Now those world touring cars, it was something else. They actually used to fly with complete sides of cars around the world. Quite extraordinary the way in which they could rebuild a car, you know, from, from scratch. But to see him way, as you just mentioned, the way the team just got around him, it was just extraordinary to watch. But anyway, he's not there, but he's, certainly his legacy lives on well and truly beyond. So um, you've got uh, this weekend your uh, 
deep into it in the uh, 12 hours of Bathurst. Then you've got the launch in a matter of uh, days afterwards, about a week afterwards, you're uh, down to Melbourne for the supercars launch and you'll be looking forward to getting into that Mustang, I imagine. Yeah, look, it's uh, been a whirlwind end of last year for me. I mean, doing done plenty of racing and different things from go-karting to GT Le Mans cars, now GT3 cars this weekend. And um, I mean, yeah, I haven't really had a break, so mentally maybe I'm a little bit exhausted, but I'm sure I'll find a bit of time before Adelaide to just chill out a bit. But uh, racing-wise, I feel like um, I'm hopefully the best prepared, prepared I've ever been for any championship. I mean, I've been really working on my racecraft, driving different things, and uh, thinking outside the box on a lot of things, and sometimes you need to press up to try and push it to the next level. So looking forward to this year. Hopefully we can bring something different to what we have in the previous couple of years, and we'll see how the year pans out for us. Obviously, it's very exciting to see Ford's back involvement in the sport and, and also uh, Mustang Supercar coming. So that will be pretty cool, and it, it, it's going to be awesome to be, to be part of it all. Now, you've sat in your car, obviously. Um, can you feel... That it's that different, or does it feel just the same? Or what? What about getting in that car? Uh, to be honest, I haven't sat in it since they've been building it. I mean, the deadline to actually get it ready for the test. I know the boys are working super tough, um, and we'll probably just make the deadline. So, but the car for me is the same car I raced last year underneath the shell. So no, no real fundamentals will change. But obviously, with panels and stuff like that, I think looking outside the car from the inside will look a little bit different. But um, yeah, look, I mean, I think they're minor changes for me, but it's all about how the car performs and with some different circumstances that we'll see if we've done some really hard work over the break to, to try and lift the competitiveness of the team. And I uh, know I've been working hard, and I know those guys have been working hard, so we'll see how we hit the ground running uh, when it comes out of late. Well, have a great weekend this week, Chaz. I'm sure you've, like always, will try your very best, and I hope Schnitzer are able to give you the car with... Augustus, and your other driver that is driving with you is Martin Tomic. Tomcheck. Tomcheck. Yeah, Tomcheck. So he's, uh, he's an absolute legend too. I think he won uh, the uh, 2011 DTM. So he's, he's a real talent as well. So I don't know why they've got me driving with these guys. These guys are legends and they've got some silly skippy kangaroo driver with them. But <laughs> I'm sure they'll be able to lift me to another level. So. Chaz, uh, I, I, do not do not belittle yourself in any way, mate. Sean, don't get don't get tickets on yourself, but don't think for one second you have earned that spot and you are there because of many people, including Charlie, who believe in you. And so, have a great weekend. I look forward to watching the uh, the race on Sunday, and uh, look forward to uh, a week later catching up with you at the launch of uh, Supercars 2019. Thank you, Chaz Mostert. Thanks, Tony. Always a pleasure. Bentley will be making its fifth appearance at the Bathurst 12-hour, and although it has scored podium results at Mount Panorama, victory is the clear goal in 2019. Stephen Kane has raced in each of the events at Bathurst for Bentley, but this time he will have a new weapon in what is a milestone year for the British carmaker. It's just great to be back at Bathurst. You know, it's our, it's my, it's my favourite race of the year, and the team's favourite race to come the whole way to Australia and race at this fantastic track. And you know, being on the podium three times here in the last four, um, it's, it's been really good to us. And obviously, coming back this year is really important with the centenary of Bentley, a hundred years. And um, you know, we've come here with a new car for the first time in four. In four. So um, you know, we're really looking forward to it. Mount Panorama remains one of the great circuits and Kane will have alongside South African Jordan Pepper, 
who is making his debut at Bathurst. This place is something unreal. The elevation, how narrow it is, the high speed nature of the track just gives you butterflies. It almost makes me want to like get in the car a few days early, you know. It's really something special and can't wait to drive. Bentley will face plenty of opposition from any of the world's best car brands and drivers. It's unreal, you know. Um, the level in professional racing now in GT3 is so good and especially here the entry list is bigger and better than before and that just makes it even more exciting, you know, to, to rub doors against the best in the world will be something cool to do on Sunday. The 12 hour requires fast machinery and great teamwork in and out of the car. Kane knows that Bentley has all the bases covered. It's a great race if you can just keep calm and, and keep keep there to the last hour and and that's what we've been saying for the five years of coming here. Um, so we intend to do that again this year. Practice for the Bathurst 12 hour gets underway from Friday with the race itself set to start before the sun rises at 5.45am on Sunday. Well, Jamie Wincup and David Reynolds will be driving in Mercedes, both for different teams, but will be on the track for the first time in Australia at the Bathurst 12 Hour. They gave us their thoughts of kicking it all off at Bathurst. Great way to start the year. It's fantastic for us to, to get out there and race hard, uh, cut some laps around one of the, the best circuits in the world, um, and to yeah to get get the ball rolling before uh, before, the, before Adelaide. So looking forward to it. Uh, the sun's going to be out this weekend. These cars are quite hot. Um, so yeah, looking forward to cutting some laps. First day of twelve hour always feels good. Uh, start of a new year, new look, new you know. Anytime you come back to Bathurst, you. You're excited. Wing Cup said teams can learn a lot from the Bathurst 12 hour, particularly with the internationals up and down the grid. We can learn a lot from, from the other teams, so we'll certainly be having a good look up and down pit lane to see what uh, they do well and uh, what we do well here in, here in Australia. But um, such a different mix of cars, such a different feel and vibe as an event goes uh, compared to 1000. Um, I think there's certainly room for both events here at, here at Bathurst um, and in Australian motorsport. So um, we're pushing as hard as we possibly can to, to grow this event as, as big as possible. Um, but of course, the 1000 in October, um, that's, a, that's a holy grail as well. Reynolds returns to Bathurst with some awkward memories of his 1000 kilometre event last year. How does that set his mind for the 12 hour? Uh, like I said, anytime you come back here, it's a good feeling, regardless of your previous result. Um, you know, last year was uh, you know, hot, massive, massive high and massive, massive low. So, you know, um, it's all right, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> it. I just don't want to bring back any bad memories. But, you know, every time you rock up here, you've got good, positive memories. It's an incredible place to be, to be racing around and be a part of and part of history. We'll see how we go. You know, there's, it's 12 hours of racing, but um, there's a, a lot to happen during that race. You know, this race is very, very different than the supercar race. The supercar race has, you know, it's, it's all the, the best drivers in Australia at this, at this race, where this race is, has a lot of pro-am, so there's a lot of different experience levels out there, a lot of different, a lot of different speeds of cars that you have to adjust for. So, um, you know, but we are confident we can do the job. The supercar Mercedes difference is quite interesting, as Jamie Wincup explains. Basically, a supercar is just a raw beast with no driver aids whatsoever, where uh, this car is, uh, it's got 
so much more downforce. It really wants to stick to the ground. Uh, a lot more cornering speed, a lot more braking power. Uh, it doesn't have the outright horsepower though, therefore top speed. Um, but it's it's got traction control, it's got ABS, it's got quite a lot of driver comfort. So um, still like anything, it's very hard to get that last one or two percent. Um, but it's, it's it's a completely different car and as far as you go from sitting in it, you're on the left-hand side. So we are up against the walls in the supercar and very, very close. Um, you're on the other side of the car this time. So that takes a little bit of time to get your head around. They both agree that the Bathurst 12 Hour is one of the greatest events on the Australian motorsport calendar. This race, you see all your dream cars rolling around. Ferraris, Bentley, Aston Martin, you know, insert name, favourite car, it's here. So, you know, the funny thing is we get to drive in them and crash them for 12 hours. It's, it's one of the best races of the year. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.